All right. Cold pod. Welcome to uh, my house. Welcome back to Toronto. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend I'm not holding this. <laughs> hey, there's no camera, so it's no not exactly. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter how awkwardly you hold the mic or not. It's totally. just like, no one can see. Like a uh, talon. My hand looks like a talon. <laughs> well, because I guess I mean we're obviously not pros, so there's no uh, you know those like podcast videos where they have the well they have yeah they have it, like over yeah it's here. like hanging just like right by oh you. like the gyroscopic like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Charlemagne the God or whatever just Breakfast Club. Yeah, exactly. One day, one day. We're gonna be at that level. Yeah, that's one right. Day. One day. That's right. Uh, so we were just saying a second ago, you just played at History last night, and that's we right. were there. You were, and there. it was amazing. Yeah, it was super good. That was Thank like you. so sick. Thank you. I was like genuinely like blown away. That intro like, wow. itself, just like the intro track. I thought you might like that. That was so fucking good. That was, <laughs> that was way up my alley. Yeah. Just noise yeah. music. Yeah. yeah, it was so good. It was very sick. It was yeah. a great like. It was a great way to start the set too, because like. I feel like your music, well, especially with the live set, there's so much dynamics are such a big part of what I noticed with the way you perform live. For sure, for sure. Like it was, it was started on this like cathartic, like kind of like almost uncomfortable, but still beautiful moment. And then it just took you on a journey. Yeah. Is that something you like plan? Or is that uh, totally, it's like the, the music obviously isn't yeah. planned, but like the, <laughs> the, um, the idea is to kind of, it's just like a little, palate cleanser like get everyone on the whole band kind of warmed up a little yeah so yeah. that the first like note you hit isn't so consequential you know right because yes. like yeah. i feel like every concert i go to is like the first the first note or first song they play is like so consequential mm -hmm. you, to the band and they have to be sharp but yeah, like, yeah well because you're especially when you're on tour opening for somebody you're you're winning exactly. over fans each night totally so you kind of like that's the beginning of the show is so important yeah Mm -hmm. I think something we were both like blown away by was your the the whole show was was slightly experimental, especially for that audience. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Like you're playing to young it's Claro fans. You know, it's like the bar line is short. Yeah, but mm -hmm. it's 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 uh, yeah the bar line is way shorter than the uh, the merch line. That's <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. The merch line literally went all like through the crowd, dude. It was the whole insane. night. Yeah, it was right? insane. It's it like twisted like three times. You we can were, see it. Yeah, we were we were watching you perform, and like I would see people, you know, what I who I thought were standing in yeah. front, and then I'd sort of see them like shift over shift to the left and i was like oh this is a lot <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy insane it was such like an unnatural crowd formation <laughs> yeah, it went through the audience um but yeah but playing that kind of music to that crowd seems like a bold choice you know what in my head i just think that people who like claire's music just want to hear what she likes or something yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. are in that way open to hearing whatever yeah and so i think that was part of the decision to do exactly what i felt like doing because yeah. i felt that the f and i think it's true that the fans of claro's music and claro as like an artist mm -hmm. are just down for whatever she's putting them on to yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah it's like totally. the cosine it's like it's like people the cosine is always very important especially when you're younger because like what i was thinking about when i was watching you perform which i think is so cool is that i remember going to shows when i was a teenager like mm -hmm. a young teenager maybe even with my like my parents or something and you're there to see whoever the headliner is yeah. but there's always that opener that you don't realize until years later when you're like mm. whoa that actually like like i actually saw that yeah. when i didn't quite 
yeah. get it or appreciate it fully at the time. And then it's the, these, but those are the moments that I think are so special to like how you evolve as a human listening to music. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's that first time you see it. Like, like I would imagine a chunk of the audience has never seen a band not play just song, 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 song. I can imagine some of them have never heard like a saxophone solo. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, or like in that way. For it. They loved it. Yeah. They were going sicko for yeah. it. Yeah, they really were. That, <laughs> that was like, awesome. Yeah, it was, it was like, amazing. as soon as the sax would, would hit, it would be like, wow. Yeah. And it's like, maybe it's like a frequency thing. I don't know. It was what sick. he always says is that the sax player, Chris. Yeah. He, uh, he always says that like, you just gotta go high. And then they go, <laughs> yeah. they go fucking nuts. Yeah. And he goes high every every time. And yeah, yeah, they yeah. do go crazy every single time. So far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far. Hell yeah, yeah. is that honestly kind of? I was kind of surprised at the the first show. Like they were like responsive to the jazz improvisation mm -hmm. and like yeah. the solos. I they were like chanting the like band members' names and shit. Really? Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Well, Felix was getting like a bunch of shoutouts. Yeah, like, at, like last night. Yeah. Yeah, totally. The first <laughs> night or no, the second night in Montreal, for whatever reason, after Chris, the saxophone player, finished soloing, I was like, "Sexy Chris, everyone!" And then everyone started chanting "Sexy Chris," <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch Sexy of like Chris. people eight, between the ages of, like fourteen and twenty, yeah. <laughs> just That's... chanting "Sexy Chris." <laughs> so cool that's, that's so amazing sick. no but like that those those things definitely inform your taste and now these like these young kids their taste has been informed by this show like that like when i was 17 going to concerts so much i knew one band and then all of a sudden i was like i, I was pushed down another rabbit hole of music mm -hmm. because of whatever the opener was you know absolutely and I, like it opened me up to a whole new world of music um and you did and it was crazy to be at that show last night and be taken aback to when I was 17 or 16 and going to shows for the first time and like I got back I remembered that feeling again you know mm -hmm. totally. I had the same thing it yeah. was insane yeah it was really cool yeah um, I, yeah no go ahead uh, oh I was just gonna say it was crazy to see you last night because the last time I saw you play live was maybe I want to say like three or four years ago probably at someone's house in oh Toronto. yeah, that was maybe even like five years ago. Yeah, I think it was even five like years ago. Tom and Jordan, like on college. Yeah, it was on college. Above, like Little Jerry. Yeah, yeah, much. yeah, totally. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And it, it was <laughs> insane. Like, the last time I saw you, just at some house show. Dude, one hundred percent. And then to see you play like a sold out night at History. Like, Yo, yeah, you're telling me, so dog. Insane. That's, <laughs> that's I crazy. Can only imagine how that feels for you because it happened pretty quickly. It feels like, at least from an outsider perspective, it was like pretty rapid honestly yeah this is this is the only thing like this i've ever done everything else yeah. is like kind of like that yeah like mm -hmm. little tiny thing or like every once in a while i'll like do a thing with somebody on their bigger show or right. whatever for yeah. like one song but never like that yeah yeah so i honestly haven't even taken it in yeah for what it is yeah yeah yet i don't think because everything else i've played is like i don't know 100 people yeah. 300 people yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the hell yeah in toronto only yeah yeah, yeah. you know right because yeah. yeah we'll have because this tour was supposed, this tour was announced like what, 2020? 2021. Okay. Or actually, I don't know. Twenty. I can't even remember anymore. Yeah. Because, yeah, I guess it got really like messed up through like COVID stuff. And totally. it was just like postponed and postponed and postponed. Because I remember seeing it and being like, it was like, because, well, well, hold on. Souvenir came out in 2021. 2020. 2020. Like, 2020. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm. So was the tour not announced around after that, maybe? No, I think it came, I think it was, like, announced the next year because mm -hmm. I remember being told about it at, like, the end of 
spring 2021 okay. and it was supposed to be europe first and then right. these ones. and you're still doing europe yeah yeah in september oh sick so, awesome awesome so this is like the the first part and then we have august off okay and then sweet. we go to europe in september nice nice are you going back to montreal or what's, what's yeah, yeah i'm going to, back to montreal after the show the last show which is in indianapolis in like a few days like on the weekend sweet something. sweet so the tour is kind of like wrapping up exactly oh, like awesome. we're in we're in the middle yeah, yeah. On the okay so you're right so this is literally the day off this is literally <laughs> this is the day one off. of one of like two yeah, yeah. well wow. thank you so much for coming through <laughs> dude absolutely <laughs> no problem uh, i wanted to ask you because going back to souvenir for a minute sure. i wanted to ask you about how it felt to release an album during covid because obviously it was dude. unplanned like you know you yeah. when you dropped it you weren't thinking like oh wait i can't immediately go like bask in the glory of my album being out whether it be just like being out and hearing it or performing live like how did how did like how did that feel that's such a nice question to ask because i think about it all the time and i honestly it felt bad mm -hmm. you know like i at, at first i it feels amazing now mm -hmm. or whatever but when it happened i didn't like it didn't feel like anything really because yeah. i mean it I had my moment that night and then next day, like, ah, oh, my album's out, whatever. Right. But uh, like you were saying, like, you can't play it live. Or, there's that, there's that sort know? of communal aspect to like when something is like finally released and the amount of time and effort that goes into creating something. And like, cause I had a very similar experience where I put out a record as well. Yeah, March totally. 2020, like right when it started. Yeah. And that was like dance music, which made it even like yeah, funnier right, to be yeah, like, well, yeah. you can't even like. You can't even play it at the club. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the point. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to ask. Cause it's like, I had a very similar like experience with that. And I was like, it's just so interesting. The joy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That, was but, like, that was March. That was, that was two years ago. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And then the only <laughs> satisfaction you get out of it is like through instagram likes and comments and shares you know yeah it's like, totally it's like and you're like that, hanging on to all of that yeah whatever that is by like a thread you're like, <laughs> yeah. i need something to yeah. prove that this happened <laughs> yeah but yeah no totally it was like i i wish so bad that i got to play those sh play shows off that record or whatever just to like support yeah because i guess technically because you have a new album coming out soon yeah so and i so i noticed uh last night you played a new song called always mm -hmm which I'm assuming is the first single? Yeah, totally. Okay. So, yeah, so it feels like at this point, <clears throat> Souvenir never really got the... It may as well have never happened. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, 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 I know. But, <laughs> but it kind of didn't yeah, no <laughs> In, like, the tangible ways that yeah. music does happen. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It's just very strange to, like... And, I mean, for you, it must be very strange to, like, be finally playing shows... Yeah, and now playing obviously older material, but then being like we're gearing up for this next record, and then yeah, it's just like it's just interesting to me, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you understand the yeah. feeling very well. Yeah, it's like it feels like a little glitch. Yeah, in in the matrix or something. Just totally, because yeah. it just never it never really happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like the music is, but I think, but you know, so here's the other the the contrary to that, which I think is actually a good thing. I think that having released your album when you did, I think sort of the silver lining is it's such like intimate, beautiful music. I think that uh, people may have got more of a chance to like get to know you sonically even because it's just like, you know, it's you're actually home. You're actually absorbing music and, 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 and art and stuff without the distractions 
of you know <laughs> normal yeah, totally. life you yeah, know yeah, yeah. actually you know what that that's a good point i actually when i was at my apartment not being able to hang out with anyone i was definitely like listening to music new music and yeah new yeah. movies or whatever in like a super intentional way mm-hmm. so. and it's, it's it's weirdly just tying things together in a funny way during covid you know who I listen to the most? Who? Claro. <laughs> <laughs> I had this, so sick. I was like, because Damn, I you're down bad. I, <laughs> I, I honestly was like, because I just sort of like, <clears throat> I just never really listened to her music. I knew who she was, huh. was well aware, but never just gave it a chance. And then that was like one of those things where one of those times where I feel like a lot of people had moments to be like, you know what? I'm going to listen to that record that I've been hearing so much about, but I've yeah. never actually listened to. And that was kind of how I felt with the, cl- well, at the time, Immunity. Yeah. And I was just like, I remember putting on it being like, I'm Claro-pilled. Dude, you got pilled for I sure. Pilled. Man, I've been pilled. I got pilled like 2017. I know. Yeah. I remember when when that when Pretty Girl, what's the same yeah. song? Yeah, when Pretty Girl first came out. But it was crazy for me to go to that show last night because yeah. I hadn't really listened to Claro since the first stuff came out and it was mm. fully just bedroom pop like like since her viral moment. yeah and it was just like you and she didn't have that many followers it was like a new thing and it yeah. was like it was an amazing thing but it was new and then to go from like that being my last experience of her to all of a sudden her first show since covid i think her first big tour since covid um to see like all the fan base around it was like I was like it was it was one of those things where it was like that two year gap that felt like a glitch that felt like didn't exist was this time where all of this fan base was growing mm-hmm, right totally. and mm-hmm, so totally. it was like that was the real life example and I feel like that happened with you as well though I feel like like I was saying I feel like over time uh, I don't know I like to always just be positive in these types of conversations and situations with something That's like good. that I think I think not to ever be like benefiting from covid or whatever because i don't want to say it like that at all and i don't <laughs> no, it's not like how that at all. no 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 but i'm saying that to to, to create a positive out of it i yeah. think that it did i don't know, i think it gave it just might have helped expose more people just because people had more time to really just like absorb music yeah um yeah i wonder yeah. i wonder how it would have gone if yeah, yeah if i got to like tour the record and whatever yeah, and yeah. Like, you know what it's i kind of i kind of almost to do a similar kind of silver lining thing I kind of wonder, like, if I got really lucky because I didn't have to go to an album nobody really knew about mm-hmm. and, like, right. lose, like, a bunch of money right, right, playing, yeah. like, empty rooms. You know what I mean? Or you're playing, like, a random room in, like you said, Indianapolis or something. Like, a place that yeah. might, might not versus the Montreals, the New Yorks, the L.A.s or whatever. For sure. And, like, it, like Claire putting me on to her tour, like, a year after the yeah. record comes out, you know, it's, like that that whole grace period would have been filled with all sorts of maybe bad times right yeah. right like, and hard, would, hard times. it might make you end up hating your own music in a sense you know it's yeah. like you start to like and I, it's yeah it's 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 a beautiful thing that you can tour a record a year after it came out and mm-hmm. you're not sick of it no. that's so rare because everybody puts a record out and then they're like on their, you know, the year after tour and they're like, I don't want to play these songs anymore. But you never got to do it. <laughs> no, I never so got to do like it. So it's like sick. Actually, I only played one song from that last night. This uh, from Souvenir, the second song. Uh, what's it called? Um, Delicate. Yes. Delicate, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. the rest of it was like either new, the middle chunk is just new, like new album songs. Okay, wicked. And then it's like bookended by like two of like the Bad Bad songs. Right. Although I wanted to ask you, because you also played two covers last night. 
Totally. Um, I want to ask you about like covers and how you like approach the world of covers because people attack it in very different ways. Hundred percent. I think it's like a, just a really wonderful tradition in songwriting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like seeing other people's songs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like a little nod to each other and yeah. like to the canon. Yeah. Whatever else. Yeah. Um, and last night specifically, well, one the last song "Key to Love" is understanding is like a a cover that I I was a part of on like a light in the attic. Okay. Uh, reissue release. Oh, okay. sick. Of like the Majestics from like yeah, 1960, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song is a banger. Yeah. Um, but the other one is like that Leonard Cohen song, yeah. Hey, That's No Way to Say Goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was just because me and Claire both really like Feist's version oh, yeah, of yeah, that yeah. song that she put out. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. a big Feist fan. Dude, big. I, okay, I, I was, forgot. This is literally on my list. Yeah. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Awesome. Yo, I can talk about Feist for 100 yeah. years until I am dead. But, <laughs> yeah, but we both really uh, geeked out about uh her cover of that mm-hmm. when Leonard Cohen passed away she put out a cover of that song sick, sick. and then uh, yeah so we just played her, like her version like just her sick. chords and yeah. just sang it together kind of actually awesome. Feist was one of those artists who I kind of got into in the same way that younger people might be getting into your music now from because I she played in a band called Hydra she had that do you remember that no it was like a one-off band that she had and she played at Mariposa Folk Fest which is in my hometown and I was just going because it was Mariposa Folk Fest and it was just like what we did in the summer was go to this this festival every year and like mm-hmm. you don't really expect like Gordon Lightfoot played there once because he's cool. from my hometown and um but anyways she just played and I didn't know that she was playing and go to see her um and I all of a sudden was in like so into Feist ever since that show yeah, you know? yeah, yeah and it was all because of that show was it was that band like the punk one or like the rocky one because I think she was in a couple like the peaches or the yeah. she was what she was, was roommates with Peaches. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Which uh, I really know a lot of <laughs> random information about <laughs> She was roommates with Peaches. I actually know where the apartment was. It was on Queen Street West, uh, just west of Bathurst. <laughs> no, I only know because no, my... You know I know that too because of the Kevin Drew interview or something. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I knew because I actually, my first apartment was across the street from where their apartment was. Right. And somebody was like, did you know that Peaches and Feist used to live right there? And I was yeah. like, great to know. <laughs> I think from my memory, it was the punk one. It was like... I don't know. It was pretty heavy. It was it was great though. I don't even really remember the music mm-hmm. as much as I just remember like sitting at that show and being like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah. yeah and yeah. I had obviously heard like one, two, three, or like you know, and yeah. But then I was just realized that there was so much more to her music other than the popular stuff, and I got really deep into it. And yeah. Okay, so this was like post, like superstardom. This was post superstardom. Yeah. And she was like playing in her band. And yeah. That yeah. was like a one-off. I think it was I like there's even not much on the internet about it like mm. it feels like one of those Mandela effects because I've talked to people about it and no one really knows <laughs> I, I swear to god she played this one show yeah. from what I Word. can tell on the internet she I actually one show. randomly saw her outside of that wine place on Dundas like two days ago <laughs> oh, yeah. wine place on Dundas uh, it is uh, Grape Witches oh, oh, yeah. oh word. she was just like having a glass of wine with some friends and I like walked yeah. by and I was like it was Feist. <laughs> That's crazy. She's so sick. She's Dude, okay. I would have passed out. <laughs> I also have a uh, very vivid memory of working at H&M when I was a teenager. And uh, she came in and bought some, I don't know, pants or something. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you're Feist. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite record? By Feist? Yeah. Like song or album? Let's go album first. Album, medals. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Crazy. Same. Okay. Cool. I. I. I yeah. I would have metals. to say the reminder, but I, mean, I love metals. It's. I mean, it's all. It's all close. Yeah. Yeah. But for me personally. Yeah. 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 Remind, reminders a banger, but metals, to me is like you know post 
fame yeah. mm -hmm. rejection of yes you know of becoming a pop star yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah which i respect and there's some really beautiful songs on there they recorded it all in like a house in big sur or something yeah, yeah, yeah. colin stetson is playing all the horns and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's just epic i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. i love that fucking album. it's funny because norman wong's the one who told me that you're a big feister oh yeah yeah <laughs> dude yeah he knows all about it <laughs> yeah man i honestly i i don't think i could think of a, a artist that i respect and i'm influenced by more than that awesome, in any sir. genre of <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah or any medium i don't know yeah. just so fucking cool yeah yeah that like that's a perfect example that like hydro like that yeah. mariposa folk festival thing yeah okay yo she did like a 16 show residency here in october did you guys hear about that no it was pretty low-key yeah where at a sony center okay. okay and it was like it she was playing her new record um which is insane it hasn't come out yet but yeah, yeah i i saw it twice and the i honestly is the most intense music related experience of my life like damn you're wait have you guys been to the sony center I have, show? yeah okay like you know the lobby yep is you're just waiting in the lobby whatever in a line and then they walked everyone out like 100 people because there's like 100 people per show oh crazy. walked everyone out of the venue and into a side door of the venue into this like rectangular room like a big room Right. tall ceilings gigantic walls that isn't the main that's not that you don't know you don't know where okay, you are okay <laughs> and then you know the show happens you're sitting in like chairs or in a circle around like a circular stage um you're like from here to the end of the balcony away from the stage and she's just right there wow. and, like singing her new record like there's other stuff happening there's like a live camera going around and like the stage is a green screen and there's projections on both sides of you that are like 20 feet tall wow. what? whatever and it's epic and it's epic but it gets way more epic so like she does this spoken word poem in the like last like third last quarter of her set and then um there's like a big instrumental section and she walks off the stage into like the side of like where you come in yeah and then she pulls on a rope and it turns out it's the curtain for the stage because you're sitting on the oh stage <laughs> so cool Whoa. and then it reveals like empty like yeah. 2000 seat venue arena yeah arena with a disco ball spinning and like you're just like it's in a circle so it's like kind of awkward to look back and like look at the venue and then she like walks back out after a blackout walks back out with her guitar onto like a tiny stage that's on the stage between you and the empty venue and she gets up there and sings an acoustic song wow wow how have i never heard of this because she it was like not very well advertised but it was like almost sold out every night kind of yeah. thing. yeah because i got i don't know how i got advertised it probably just like some kind well, of because you post about place yeah probably just my, the algorithm just knows <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's like this guy, this he, guy. He, he, we got this guy he'll spend yeah. all his fucking money on this show. he's gonna buy a ticket dude tickets for 130 dollars honestly yeah. that dude. sounds like something that i would be happy happy yeah, to spend easily because have i ever seen her i don't know i don't think i have to be honest i saw her once at field trip and one other time opening for bonnie bear at okay. air canada center which were is like you know it's like a whatever experience because it's just yeah. like yeah. big show yeah. empty yeah, yeah, yeah. cold room kind of thing. Yeah. but that was intense and then at the end of the, the like last acoustic song she just like says thank you and ran up the aisle of the empty venue and then like out the like fucking door <laughs> oh my and it's just God. over it was she so crazy dude. The stage. dude that's she, flipped, she did magic wow. genius that's 
Pretty wow. genius. Shout out to Feist. Yo, shout out. If I didn't already love her before. It's like... the next tour is Joni Anna opening for Feist. Yeah. God. I'm calling it right now. I'll <laughs> die. Yeah, I cannot There's wait no way. to see you post that on Instagram. There's no fucking way that'll ever happen. Because <laughs> I, reject- I will say no, because I'll just pass out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no fucking chance. <laughs> I can't. I, you know when you're like, it's just one of those people I never want to meet because I just can't. Yeah. I just yeah. I won't be able to do it. But apparently she's like really nice. Apparently she's just like a but great. But no, it's sure. a, you don't want to meet your idols. I know. Yeah, I don't it's, ever. I can't. I understand that. I hope it never happens. I, I mean, that. I hope it happens, but I hope it never happens. All the same. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that for you guys? Like, who's like your vice? Uh, mine is Kanye. I yeah. want to say mine uh, now. Mine's Paul Thomas Anderson, but over the last like the filmmaker. Yeah. Yes. But over the last little bit, I've been like. What what happened? Oh, licorice pizza. Stuff with like Fiona Apple, then licorice pizza. I like I liked, but Mm. I don't know. I felt I thought it was a little. I I felt icky about it. Mm. You know, it was a bizarre movie. It was bizarre, Mm. and I liked it. I did enjoy it, but I still just feel like I feel weird about it. I feel like he's a little slimier than I might have thought. I mean, you don't want to. You're totally right. You don't. You really don't want to meet your idols. I know. I know. Because like, I mean. I'm literally saying Kanye West. It's yeah. <laughs> like probably the worst. <laughs> like, like, talk about a guy wow. who like you probably don't want to meet because he's gonna ruin everything you've ever and like yeah, anyways. <laughs> but like the idea of him in your mind is probably pretty epic. Yeah. Well I'm just so fascinated by his his movements in music. I yeah. think that and this this mm. kind of like we can go back to this actually to you as well, but just like my favorite part of following an artist in any medium is the evolution i love when someone starts here Mm -hmm. and ends or ends up here Mm -hmm. i love seeing things evolve i love seeing the trajectory of where people turn and like again so even with me knowing your music and seeing you perform last night seeing it just get bigger and smaller at the same time i think like like that's what's so fascinating like i saw you play to so many people and play these like very grand songs that had these like free jazz moments and it's like I hadn't heard this from you and it's like that's these are the fast this is what this is what keeps me like listening to music you know is like Mm -hmm. that is like I love especially when I like an artist and like I love to just I love when an artist has like you know three albums and I'm just like wow they did this first and then they did that and then they did that yeah and like Oftentimes, and relating it to Connie, oftentimes there are moves and things that I don't necessarily even like musically or sonically, but I respect the the the, the progression, the attempt. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's, and I'm talking about Kanye specifically, but there's things that For I sure. don't like that he does yeah. musically, like Jesus is King. Like what? But like yeah, also, okay. I'm also like. You really did that for yourself, and yeah. that's cool. Like yeah. you know, like those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, gotta re- honestly, you just gotta respect people doing w- artistically what they feel is right. Yeah, even if it doesn't hit. Yeah, or yeah. or if it doesn't hit yet. Yeah, because, totally. Yeah, because there's so mm-hmm. many amazing records that I don't like to ever say that things were like ahead of their time, but things that just took time to be appreciated on like a higher level, and you see this with. So many artists mm-hmm. like you well, know. Kanye specifically. Uses. Yeah, but, yeah, Jesus is one of 808s and Heartbreaks. Yeah. But then you can also go into like jazz and stuff. You look at like Miles Davis and like there's oh, so yeah, many true. moves that like, like Ornette he, Coleman and stuff. All yeah, these yeah, guys, yeah. even even um, John Coltrane. Like there's or it's just like you look at specifically Miles Davis is a great example of like there's an era of him in the 70s, <laughs> you know, where he's just like 
he's not even playing trumpet it's like guys just like ripping guitars and there's like overdubs of like sax that are like almost sand like this just really music is great it's my favorite medium right i can't i can't i can't i can't oh, do yeah? that <laughs> you sure <laughs> you like music <laughs> damn you like music dude never knew <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> Well, that's my little tangent. <laughs> yeah, that PTA movie wasn't that good, man. I didn't like it. I have well, a theory person. about it, but I yeah? don't know if I should get into it. Well, we're here. I just feel like it lost the thread. Like, I think, and uh, this is, we were talking about this where, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time, so I'm going to try to get into this quick. But uh, PTA movies are obviously, like, about the guy. You know, mm. and about the guy's fantasy, and it's not necessarily reality, and it's usually just like about whatever the, the guy's inner, inner world. You know, the guy's inner reality and yeah. how that's projected. Um, and I felt that this movie would have been much better if it stuck to that formula. But I think PTA got infatuated with Alana Haim and lost oh. the thread of Cooper Hoffman's story. And because of that, it went it went into territories where it was like. Oh, this fantasy of a guy falling in love with this older girl has all of his, all of a sudden become reality because she's also in love with him, which mm. just made it kind of icky and weird and strange. Whereas if it was just like a sixteen-year-old fantasy, um, then it would have been a beautiful story. Totally, <laughs> you know, yeah. would have been an absolutely beautiful story. But that I think every sixteen-year-old, everyone who's been sixteen, could relate to. Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. That's honestly, <laughs> yeah, good take. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. He yeah. lost the thread. As, as yeah, he did. So e- as is so easy to do. For sure. You know, it's so sure. easy to do. Are you yeah. a film person? Not really. Yeah. Like, See, me neither. <laughs> like a, I like movies, but like yeah. not very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like not like awesome <laughs> level, but like I like movies. I don't know. Uh, so is there any sort of creative process with the visual aspect of your music? Like is that is that is that as important? Not as important, but it's definitely a really good time for me like it's um something i th- i think about after the music's done kind right. of thing right like for the last record it was all kind of just like i shot it on a camera either by myself or like with a friend or my mm-hmm. dad or whatever with that video and then this time around it's like rooted in m- more like long form performance yeah art stuff Sick. that i was that i'm just like super into Sick. um like the first video that comes out is like a it's like a i did this like slow motion walk for like six hours at the bay of fundy okay and i like followed the tide out because at the bay of fundy is like the largest tidal range in the world so for like six hours i walked like super super slow motion um out into the tide and then we sped it up to like real time six hours and then we sped it up to the length of the song which is like five minutes right and then it just looks like I'm walking real speed, but like kind of like claymation-y. Right, you know? right, right. Ooh. As the yeah. tide moves, that's and then you can watch the tide like literally recede, and yeah. like the sky is like doing Whoa. crazy stuff, and like planes are going like. <laughs> that's <laughs> it turned out sick. Yeah, yeah that, it sounds yeah. amazing. Has that been released or is that? No, no, that's, no. that's like sick. in a couple. That's that always. That's always on. Oh, okay, okay, sick. Cool. Wicked. Damn. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm so. Because you, I'm yeah, so you direct most of your own music videos. Last time, but this time I I had help from like friends. This time. Like David and uh, Nick Arthur, you know Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they helped me with that one. Sick. We like came up. They came up with the kind of like stop motiony thing, um, like the slow motion thing. They like we have this like reference video. Yeah. Um, I forget what the director's name is, but then we figured out that the Bay of Fundy has like the largest tidal range, and 
Yeah, we just like I cool. figured it out from there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sick. Shout out Nick and Dave. They're so talented. For sure. Are you guys gonna go to the money phone thing later? I think we might. I think we might actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna go? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I have to have dinner with my cousin. Sweet. And then I'm gonna go. Oh, yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Uh, okay. What was? There's another thing I want. Yeah, I gotta put my list too. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I've made a list for something. That's such a funny shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a Len lyrics from a problematic song. But. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we don't have to recite them. <laughs> um. Oh, we can go to the poetry thing because you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about. I don't even know if this this is something that's like supposed to be hidden. No. No. Microsoft Words. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because that account is so good. Oh, Especially like er, like the early stuff where it's like just notes app poetry, mm. insane. Like some of those poems are so beautiful, and like I love that whole account layout and everything. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. Is this like a secret account? No, kind of. No, it's just like yeah. just a there. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not secret. It's not private or anything. No, no, no. no. Okay. Yeah. It's so just a place where I was like putting poetry. Okay. For like a long time. Like okay. Five years or something. Oh, crazy. So it's like a big. I mean. I've like deleted some of the ones that I thought were cringe now, you know, right, that right. kind of thing. But like anybody does with anything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love poetry. Yeah. Do you yeah. still write a lot of poetry? Totally. Yeah. Like yeah. outside of lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I did only. It's not the same thing to me. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like writing poetry is like, uh, it's like an impulse that you can't really ignore. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The same way like making anything is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not at all attached to music for me. Mm-hmm. I don't right. Think. Yeah, yeah. Not. Yeah. So, so does the poetry ever, has that ever turned into a song? I like borrow from my okay. poetry every once in a while, but rarely. rarely. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. usually a song happens, you know, like in the environment with the music, you know? Mm-hmm. And most of the time the words of a song will come kind of unrelated to anything poetic. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And the same with the poetry. It's like it happens in a very silent way. You know, yeah. Just your, the words are kind of like you. It starts with like a couple of words. Yeah. Like someone says something, or like you read two words on like a billboard, or like yeah, some, yeah. just some random thing, and then you're like, I gotta write this poem. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has to happen right now. It has to happen right now. The immediacy of the notes app, I think, is really sick. So it's actually Microsoft Definitely. Word. Oh, it is actually just that, Microsoft Word. That's why it's Microsoft Word <laughs> okay, because crazy. they're pictures from my phone <laughs> okay. of my computer yeah, screen yeah, yeah. in yeah. Microsoft yeah. Word. Yeah. yeah, and that's why it's called that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I put out one like chat book of poetry like a couple of years, a few years back, called Microsoft Words. <laughs> but I don't think I'll ever do it again. Yeah. No, that was, I mean, that was just like around the time when we were friends and you were like just new in Toronto and, yeah. or newish in Toronto. I, yeah, it was like two years into living here or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, do you, I remember the night you were over at my house. Yeah. Uh, it was like you, it was, yeah, it was a couple of us. And then I think it was the first night that you met the money phone guys, like David and Enoch, or the first night you jammed with them, but you were oh, at my yeah. house and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go jam with these guys. Totally. I had my guitar with me. Yeah. Yeah you, yeah. you brought your guitar. Like at your old place, like fucking, where was it? It's like in church? Like, it was in the village. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that became your collaboration with Money Phone, totally. which has been huge, but it's so crazy because that, that was just like the first night of that. Yeah. I think as far yeah, as I, I, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got that right. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even remember I had like a guitar with me, but until you said that, but yeah. then I remember like, what did I, I bike to your house? Like guitar or something. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I don't know. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah, so funny. I, <laughs> that, I, I didn't even realize like that that was money phone because I remember you were just like, yeah, I'm gonna go jam with these two guys I met and like you know and then later I found out that it was David and Enoch and mm. then and then that's just spurred into what it is now, which is mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. a lifelong. We were roommates for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, because I always, I always, I mean, and I know you guys are friends and collaborators and stuff, but I always sort of like envision you guys as like a like a crew. 
would you i don't think that's wrong like i they're like two of my best friends in the yeah. world yeah, you know yeah. like we lived together for like a like a couple of years or a year or something and like hung out like every day for like yeah, a yeah. super long time and i don't know yeah. i was with them last night you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're no, they're great. Yeah. They're incredible. And that's, I love those guys. that's one of my favorite things about living in a city is I find that oftentimes you look at, from the perspective of an outsider perspective, you'll look at musicians who make fairly different styles of music, no completely doubt. different styles of music. And people tend to think, so this is why I'm always very against like the the idea of scenes yeah. because people always assume scenes are genre based where they're like, totally. Oh, like you make like electronic music. That means you must be friends with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and, and you make indie rocks. So you must be friends with blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, whereas people forget that when you're friends with people who are also in the same sort of just like head space as you, mm -hmm. that it's possible to be friends with people that make completely different <laughs> shit yeah. and totally. still be inspired by it yeah, and yeah, still yeah. Oh even God, collaborate, yeah. Yeah. but it doesn't have to like, you know, yeah, scenes are just great little communities of yeah. groups. Like, that's, yeah. that's all it is. But I feel like the, like, not say the media, but I feel like, like, journalists and music, people are always trying to sort of be like, this is the new folk scene, or this mm -hmm. is the new da-da-da scene, when I would love to see somebody be like, this is the new <laughs> friend scene. And it's like, <laughs> these people make this, and these people make this, and these people make this. And that's, you know what I mean, though? You never yeah. read about something like that. Yeah, don't you think, like, sometimes I think about, like, how surprised people might be to find out which of their, which of the people they're fans of are friends with each other. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, interesting. Totally. Yeah. Think about it's And it's, it's more common than you think. Way more common. <laughs> it's like... I think a good example of that is, like, you remember, like, the Frank Ocean FYFS video? Where, uh, yeah. where like Brad Pitt all of a sudden is on the camera screen <laughs> yeah. and you're like what the fuck is going on here how do you guys know each yeah, other what, what is the threat but maybe they're just friends yeah, they're right? just homies this could be this could be the new LA but scene you know, for, well, <laughs> just Brad Frank Pitt. Ocean Brad Pitt <laughs> uh, the new event that again um, I don't remember but I think that's what's sick about Spike Jones understanding yeah mm, Spike totally. Jones yeah. yeah yeah the sickest thing about like uh, as I've been experimenting with different forms of, of art, it's like you realize that, that there's so many common threads in between all of them. And mm -hmm. that's what makes someone who's like a filmmaker or an actor, a, someone who's compatible as a friend with, you know, uh, with a musician. Mm -hmm. And then even outside of that, just like so much of life is art and so much of life is like this, a similar process to making music. And so there's just so many ways in which people can be friends outside of just, oh, we do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> because I, find, totally. I tend to find that arguably boring like a yeah. lot of not almost none of my friends and i don't even necessarily would consider like that i make electronic music as like my thing but i do you know use keyboards and stuff yeah. but it's like you know all of my friends are like in bands or like mm -hmm. like one of my best friends some of my best friends are in like a metal band and it's like whenever i'd go to these like metal shows people are like what are you doing here i'm like these are my friends <laughs> like yeah. i'm not dressed in like a you know denim jacket with studs but like I can appreciate the music and support my friends. It's like, that's kind of the, that's, that's the best part of like supporting art, yeah, you know? Just other mm -hmm. people trying to do things. Yeah. You know? It's like, 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 yeah, the, the hustle and the just trying to me is like my favorite part yeah, absolutely. of just like, you know, like, like, like the attempt. It's like, it's like when people look at like, you know, modern art and stuff and like the, the classic, like, oh, I could have done that. 
but you didn't, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. like, here's a Rothko, like, it's just a big square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, you didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, it's not as <laughs> you didn't come it's up contextual. With it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's true, that's true. Another thing that interested me about you was the first, like, year of knowing you, I didn't even know you made music. Yeah. You were, like, very low-key about that, whereas I feel like most people who make music, it's, like, kind of the first thing they talk about. Well, you know what, though? The, when we met, like, I didn't really think of myself as, like, someone who made songs, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think it was more like I played guitar and was, like, in a band in high school, like, yeah. whatever. And But, like, I had no no idea yeah. that I was going to, like, write songs, yeah. you know? I, that, like, we were, I met you, like, when I still lived in the van, so yeah. I don't know. I had no idea then, and like the first year of living here, I didn't know. But mm-hmm. did you have songs written that you just were not sharing? No, no. no. I the first song I ever wrote was when I lived here, and it was like, oh, that's so sick. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. it was crazy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like the first real song I ever wrote was when I lived here in like the year two thousand fucking seventeen or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You know, that's I mean, you now got... thinking now, like I yeah. liked it at the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're playing history, being like, yeah, the first song I wrote wasn't very good. No, and that's was not... okay. <laughs> yes, I think so. That's totally yeah. okay. And hopefully, I look back and like think that about everything I ever. Yeah, played, yeah, right? yeah. Well, because progression is important. Yeah, yeah. Just, like always. Yeah, For sure. but yeah, forward. there might be some people that like that first song better than anything else. That's true, <laughs> and that's yeah. fine too. And that's yeah. completely cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely did not think of myself as a musician back then, and in a way. I mean, I definitely do now, but um, in in some sense. But honestly, I don't even know. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I think believing in yourself is like not to go from the book of Kanye, but like you know, I think there is sort of a um, you have to you know believe in yourself. Like you, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm, I'm sure there must have been a moment when, like, say you wrote a song and played it to somebody, mm. and they were like, "This is a great song," and you were like. Oh, I can write a song. Mm. I am what? What? How am I not a songwriter? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think that those are sort of the moments. I, I feel like it's important, and I feel like a lot of people get stuck with, you know, not being able to get past that, like the insecurity of being like, is this real? Mm-hmm. And what constitutes real? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that, like, and and I'm sure in a lot of people's heads, the real means that you've signed to a label. A real means that, like, it's out in the world. But I think real just means that, like, you've shared it with someone. Isn't that a funny arc? You, like, start and you're like, I'm not real. At this. <laughs> yeah. And then you, like, some things happen and you're like, oh, like, you know, if all these things happen and, like, it still doesn't feel, like, any different. Yeah. And then you're like, actually, everybody doing everything, attempting anything, that is all the same thing yeah and i wish i knew that the whole time yeah Yeah. but you don't you only learn that from experience i guess because we've all been there i'm like every single person has been like i am not there yet or i'm not that and then something happens and they go all right like wait no like you know you know when like like someone like you introduce yourself to someone someone goes oh like what do you do yeah I'm sure if someone said, "Hey, what do you do?" you'd be like, "I'm a musician." At this point, for sure. And it, but it's but so what, but at what point? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, like there's something switches at some point where you but, just go. And then, but like, I wish I had the confidence to say that mm-hmm. when I didn't at mm-hmm. the beginning. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I still feel the same way about <laughs> yeah. it, and I yeah. still go about it the same way. It's just other things have happened that are not music. Yeah. Right. Right. But the music has been happening the whole time. The whole time. time. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, why yeah. was I? 
so afraid to say that yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like external validation that seems to concrete the the idea of who we are. Which is know? unfortunate because yeah, like totally I you know, in a in a perfect ideal world, we should just be what we want to be mm-hmm. when you're when you're when you yourself are ready mm-hmm. to be that person. Yeah. 100% of whatever it is that you want to present, you know, to the world. Yeah. Uh, and I think that it comes so much with like in the entanglement it all has with commerce. Mm-hmm. It's like your you and and like um, popularity is yeah, like yeah, yeah this idea that things that aren't the thing you're doing have anything to do with the thing you're doing yeah, yeah. which is just so devastating yeah. to live in that world but you know we make it work but you know it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a hard that's like one of the hardest things about it is like untangling the idea that things that aren't what you're doing have anything to do with the art that you're making right Let's talk about the new album. Okay. Yeah. What can you? What can you? What can you? I'll tell you anything. That's I what I want to know. So what's what's the? How is it different from Souvenir? And if so, like like what's mm-hmm. well, what's what was the? Okay, actually, hold on. Let me backpedal a little because I always like to ask artists about this. Do you approach an album as being like okay, this is like? Do you ever go into quote unquote album mode, or do you start and then realize you're there? Like how does how does it start for you? Well, I've only done it twice. Okay. But this time, what I would say is I thought about the content that I was exploring um, in terms of, like, ideas and stories um, a little bit more um, than last time. Um, And so I knew what I was writing about while I was writing songs for, right. lo- for the most part. And writing songs is not something you can really control. It kind of just happens. Oh, yeah. yeah as you know. Definitely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, making anything yeah. is like that. Yeah. Um, so, I didn't know necessarily that I was making the record that I made, but I knew what I was setting out to understand mm-hmm. about my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or as I relate to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, like, spent a couple years writing songs a bunch of songs and then whittled it down to about well that what is 12 songs that um i feel accurately represent what it is i sought out to explain mm-hmm. which is um it's like a the 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 idea of the record in like a writing perspective like lyrically is uh, it's like a family archiving kind yeah, of thing cool. yeah, yeah. so i'm like telling family stories like talking about people in my family like talking about their relationships and talking about like my own personal relationships to my family and to other people in my life and it's also um braided with like a separation in my life and so the there is a lot of it is like drawing um parallels between like family archiving archival stories and my own separation that i was experiencing at the same time that i was writing and recording the record um so i wrote these songs whatever had all these demos and then me and like bad bad recorded it in like eight days or something at a oh, studio wow. like instrumentally yeah, yeah um at like you know Braden solder like marquee sound guy yeah yeah. yeah yeah so we recorded it at his studio his old one in the east end at mm-hmm. behind the sky mm-hmm. um and then i did all the vocals in my apartment in toronto and mm-hmm. my this sublet i had in montreal mm-hmm. yeah um, aside from a few vocals that I did at the studio, like live off the floor kind of thing, um, 
Eliza Niemi played the strings on it all. Um, Felix was playing the keys oh, yeah. on it. And then Alex Chester and Leland were doing the other stuff. So that's the band for the album? For the whole album. For, for the recording of the album. For the re- yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's the crew. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then there's a couple of like features. Like my friend Jasper, who lives in LA, played some guitar. Sweet. And my friend Charlotte, who lives in Montreal, played or did some like ambient vocal stuff. Her artist name is Ciolina. She's Sick. so cool. Oh, yeah. Sick. Um Yeah. I think that's like Yeah. That's like the record in a yeah, yeah. in a nutshell. Crazy. Cool. Mm. And when's it coming out? Um January, I think. Oh nice. Yeah. Okay. So we like got like some singles and Yeah, then... so the lead up so the we're just around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Of, it's, like... Like, it's like happening. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> and we, I've, it's been done for so long. So yeah. so long. Well it's that's always done. that's always the funniest part of like you know, working with a label and working within the system mm. of music business, which we are, we're all all have to do. It's like mm. no disrespect to it, but it's no. like a funny thing as the artist, you know, where you have had this something that you've put your life into, and then you finish it, and you're like, I'm done. Yeah, I've closed that door. Yeah, Great. but it's not coming out for another year. Yeah. You know, like that whole thing is 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 something that I had to learn. It took me a long time to. Get, I still struggle with it. Is what I'm trying to say. For sure, it's, it's, like, it's impossible. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Do you? I'm sure you do. It's like hard to look back at no, anything. Yeah. yeah. Every single time I make a film, I am over it. Usually by like the third cut. Yeah. <laughs> but sure. it still has a lot of work to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know, life to live. And, yeah. And, but that's the exciting part, right? It's it like is. You're yeah. done with it, but the audience isn't. You know. Yes. And, and now, and that's the beauty about art is you put in what you had to put into it and now all these other people are going to be putting in things that come from their own life and their own experience Mm -hmm. and it's going to take on a whole new life like when i listen to one of your songs i don't know where it came from you know where it was recorded or think about where it came from or how Mm -hmm. it came about all i can think about is how it relates to me in my life and 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 so it's like the exciting part then is when something's done it's okay this is going to take on a whole new life mm-hmm. and totally. it's completely out of my control now. But this goes back to the sort of validation of, of others because sometimes you don't necessarily, and like, I guess the way to do it is like, you know, read the comments or whatever, but it's, it's always interesting to think about, you know, you release the thing, people have their own experiences with it, but oftentimes you never really know unless you have like a real human interaction yeah, where someone totally says like, oh, your song really meant so much to me yeah. during this. Or even just like, I really like your song, yeah. you know, that's sort of like the through line that like wraps it all together. But sometimes that doesn't happen and you right. don't realize it. So you're kind of constantly stuck in this flux of being like, I put the thing out, but like, did it even exist? Did it, exactly. <laughs> going, going back to Souvenir, yeah, yeah. kind of like, did it even exist? Because you missed out on the sort of like what is what is usually the the wrapping paper the icing on the cake the last part last piece of the puzzle is usually the like you know validation yeah of of playing it live or yeah or or the real life experience of showing it to somebody yeah uh but you know what though to like go back to that it's kind of what that taught me that experience of like putting out a record um during a time where you can't show it share it in the like a tangible way with people Mm -hmm. was learning to appreciate what it is about the what about making and recording music that Mm -hmm. i actually love because yeah just mm -hmm. the process itself Mm -hmm. and like it was maybe like maybe another silver lining kind of thing is Mm -hmm. it reprioritized what i actually want out of this right right and I, i don't think i really care about any of that 
stuff like yeah. the, anymore yeah. like I used to when I didn't like get to experience any of it you know right not that I'd really do it even now but like I don't think that I'm interested in any kind of like fame or something yeah or, yeah, yeah you know or like any sort of pra- mm-hmm. like I want to play shows and stuff but like I'd want to just do what I want to do yeah and yeah. I don't really want to think about or care about you know, I'm only, I'm not, it's not, I'm not perfect, so I'm, you know, it gets in there sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like sometimes you're like, I want attention or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, like, it's impossible to shed yeah, all of that, yeah, yeah. but I'm definitely getting to, closer to a place of not really being that interested in the sort of af- affirmative side of, right, like, yeah, like yeah, being yeah, art, art, playing artist yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. That's a great place to be. Yeah, it, it's it feels pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the most important thing. Is like as long as you, and it's always funny that it sounds egotistical to say, but as long as you're making music for yourself, that's the most important part. You know? Yeah, like, I don't think me, making least... things for yourself is egotistical because it's just like that's all that's all that you can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if you start pandering to an audience and start doing things it's, it's that disingenuous. you think people want, it's not going to resonate with them the way that you think mm-hmm. it will like it's it's going to be resonate with them even less mm-hmm. totally the people will come and go yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and even like that's that's something that i think is so special going to the beginning of what we talked about but even with clara and mm-hmm. her uh sorry what's the, what's the record called sling 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 I, I i i know one thing that i really love about that record again with my trajectory thing that i was mentioning before it's like what's beautiful about it is you know that at the very end of the day i'm sure a lot of her you know diehard fans were kind of like what is this like i don't really get this like mm-hmm. this isn't what i wanted but you know that she made what she wanted to make mm-hmm. she really did it and like that's total freedom she's free she was like i want to make this record mm-hmm. yeah. it's not going to have bags it's not going to have sophia it's not going to have these, like, you know, 8080, like, pop songs. Yeah. It's going to be this, like, kind of Fleetwood Mackie free, like... like yeah. folk revival type. Yeah, yeah it's going to yeah, be yeah. so beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. like, it's it's amazing that she did that. And that's, and like, going to you as well. It's like, that's what's so cool to me about, like, the process and the trajectory of artists is, like, when you let go and realize that, like, you have to just do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if, and if people stick around, if they stay... If they like it, if they don't, whatever. Like you have to just do it for yourself. I yeah. think it's it's important because there's nothing worse than hearing something that you know is made because you think it's like what's cool or what's trendy or or what's gonna sell. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think when when a band does that, like you you see this with a bunch of like uh you know who who like people Fallout Boy, people who have made a comeback after like years and they come back and you can kind of tell that they're trying to do what they used to do, uh, mm. and it doesn't work. Mm. You know. Yeah. They're they're doing it for the fans purely because well, they that's know the, that that's they the can... whole revival culture. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Which it's is the like, same with the like, reboot blame culture. Them, though, because no, at the end of the day there's no there's no sense. money not that yeah. there's no money in music but like well there is. There's, there's money in music with shows. Shows is where you can really do your thing and merch and stuff like that. Yeah. So you can't blame you know a pop punk band no, for being yeah, like yeah. we're coming back. Yeah. Because pop punk's cool again or yeah. whatever yeah and yeah. billy talent comes back and just plays river below for like three hours <laughs> Into the river yeah. <laughs> I'd see that show. yeah me too big song <laughs> um okay let's talk about montreal so you moved to montreal that's recently right. mm-hmm. how are we looking that i love it there you know it i do know it yeah i you used know to live it. there a bit yeah. yeah it's 
it's good yeah it's good there it's like a i don't know uh i like what's going on over there artistically mm -hmm. yeah it's so interesting you're inspired mm -hmm. i'm inspired that's great i'm very inspired that's key by it um, i need to go back yeah it's been a long time yeah. since i've been there word when was right. last time 2018 maybe mm. quite a long time yeah yeah it's it's i love just the way of life there is so nice and no shade to like living here i love i loved living in toronto mm -hmm. and think about it all the time and miss it dearly mm -hmm. um but i kind of just got priced out of it if i'm completely honest oh yeah, yeah totally. no totally yeah. you can you know? still get like a, a nice apartment in montreal right. oh, well, well also no, sorry you can get a beautiful apartment yeah. in montreal <laughs> beautiful for half the price <laughs> yeah for like yeah. Yeah. yeah and like i just wanted to live alone yeah. and that was my only option like i could have lived alone here but in like a shitty box or whatever yeah in like the, in a basement somewhere <laughs> yeah, yeah you know so yeah, yeah. um you know the first winter was kind of gnarly just you know you move anywhere for the first time yeah it's kind of hard especially you know? during the winter especially during i mean the winter. montreal winters are yeah nice and level. it was like curfew or whatever and so oh, you know yeah. right like finding your community and stuff is not the easiest thing to do in a new city in general yeah. so like during like curfew and <laughs> like winter is yeah. like nearly impossible yeah. mm -hmm. but i mean i had some good friends luckily that already lived there and so i made it through good but um i'm very happy there oh yeah sweet uh, it that'd really be rocks. home for the next little bit well because you always kind of strike me as a bit of a <clears throat> bit of a nomad i feel like you move around i think that is the main vibe of my living situation yeah, yeah yeah for the foreseeable future just because of touring and things yeah, like yeah, that obviously um but i do like calling a place home very yeah. much mm -hmm. yeah. you know and i this toronto still very much feels like home to me like when i come back i feel like i'm coming home yeah, kind of you know right, yeah. and i don't i feel very much like a tourist in montreal still yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I'm, that'll change that'll it'll change, change. it'll change yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a, it'll take a year or two it'll, but yeah, yeah i'm you know i still am like getting my feet on the ground and like you know, I have a good group of friends out there now and like have my the places I like to go and the things I like to do. Mm -hmm. um, but on the other hand, I also do like being kind of nowhere. Right. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a good feeling. Yeah. It's kind of a yeah. nice feeling to just sort of like be fluid in the world. Yeah, Absolutely. No, totally. Yeah. I find it super disorienting. I'm like, I need to have a home base. Mm -hmm. I need to like, I need to know where my sock drawer is and like, you know, have mm -hmm. consistency in that regard. Totally. But like what I would love to do is just live like six months somewhere and six months somewhere else. Yeah. That sounds like a beautiful life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Be able to do both. Snow, snowbird. Miami, snow bunny. Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Miami, Toronto pipeline. <laughs> so gnarly. That's, I couldn't think of two like more opposite places. I know. It's like you get, you get the duality. Man. Yeah, oh, it's man. the duality point. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you go next if you were to live anywhere? If if I like say Montreal is closed for me or something. No, I would say that it was just like time to to like is there anywhere that you would aspire to. If it was tomorrow, like if I had to decide right now, maybe I'd go like. Maybe I go to like, I don't even know Berlin or something. Okay. Yeah. Berlin's cool. I like it there. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. been to Berlin. Johnny Anno Berlin era. That's <laughs> messing around with synth yeah, synthesizers, synthesizers and like oh shit like yeah and noise music. I'm like <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to go there and do that anyways. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe it's yeah, I mean, cards. Yeah. I mean we're Dude, seeing hints already. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I love that shit. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's in the cards, but mm -hmm. um, I also like maybe every artist have this like fantasy of living in the, the forest alone oh yeah. Kind of. yeah yeah oh yeah you know oh yeah just it That's comes in 
It comes and goes. I know. See, this is you guys. I can't. I know you're, but you're a city boy, born. It's in not the even age. that. It's just that I uh, love to be alone because obviously I create everything I do alone mm-hmm. for the most part. But I need to have the. I need to know that I can open my window and like see and feel life yeah. close by. Word. That That's sure. kind of just like my general vibe of that sort of thing. I just can't do the like cabin in the woods kind of vibe. You well, know? I need, just, like, that's why I need me. balance. Like I need to be, I need to be in the middle of nowhere for a little while because mm-hmm. then I can like clear my head and like get back to my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, but then I need to be in a city and then be influenced by other people's thoughts. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like I need that give and take of, you know, taking all the thoughts from other people and then going and sorting them out on my own. Yeah. And that's like why, I, yeah, I try to write when I'm in the middle of nowhere, you know, and then come back and like come back and yeah. distill those ideas through yeah, exactly. your community. And yeah, actually, yeah. you know what? Like, I'd say that I want to like. I think sometimes that I want to like live alone, but realistically, it's it's wishful thinking because I don't think I'm. I don't think I could do it like long term, yeah. maybe right, like right. a month at a time or something. Yeah, but even yeah. that, I'm pretty nervous as a person, and like being in the woods alone, terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> yeah, sounds totally. like hell to me. Yeah, so scary. I didn't even think about like the nighttime in my fantasy. <laughs> it's always daytime and like the fantasy yeah, where I live yeah. in a cabin. Yeah, you're <laughs> you like, know? wow, look at the beautiful lake in yeah. the forest. And they're like, oh wait, it's nighttime. You're gonna fucking chop see- wood all day and <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. I can only see six meter or six meters out and then it's just black it's like yep. you're like hearing coyotes howling and all <laughs> yeah. creaking in the wood floors uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah the tour lifestyle i mean it, it definitely it definitely makes you appreciate <laughs> things like that do you like touring so far okay yeah, yeah this, this is your is first, first tour though big mm. tour yeah okay. yeah yeah I don't, I don't know yet yeah i was yeah i, I like <laughs> so far i'm like way more tired than i ever imagined i could have yeah. ever been in my life from well, something like this people don't realize they they think that touring is this like glamorous and I'm, I'm you know this but it's like you know you're you're like what did you do today you're like well we drove from uh chicago to uh detroit <laughs> and i stopped at a rest stop and uh you know what i mean it's like yeah. or, or they're like oh they're like oh like oh like you you've seen all these cities yeah, and like, you're like yeah, yeah, yeah i did i saw outside of the venue and like <laughs> the restaurant close by <laughs> but exactly. it's like you know mm-hmm. it can be draining um yeah. did you like it do you like it yeah, yes and no i haven't toured in a couple of years mm-hmm. so i miss it okay i'm like fuck i like want to be on the road right now but i also have to like check myself and remember because i went on like a very i went on like a I was playing with Cold Specs, mm-hmm. uh, playing drums for her, and we went on a two and a half month tour. Did all of the U.S., Damn. huge chunk of Europe, and we had like I could count the amount of days off we had on like one hand. Yeah, it was like yeah. wild. It's like my experience in Thailand, where everybody like I got back and was like, "Oh my god, Thailand! That must have been so amazing." But it's like I was working fourteen hour days, six days straight. You yeah. know, and like. It was insane. Fumes. It was insane. Yeah, it was no, it's it's insane. it's it can it can be hard. It but can... it was it is beautiful. It's like especially when you're going with a crew, you're going with some people. You mm-hmm. either get really close and form a family, or you want to kill each other by the end. But at the end of the day, it's still like this tight formation. Totally. That, you've, that you've that you've had, and yeah, it's, it's pretty beautiful. I mean, I yeah. think that's like one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had. Is like mm-hmm. a person collaborating with other people and being mm-hmm. with other people. It's like working on a film in Thailand and doing that for two and a half months. It's just like that that feeling of just like working towards a common goal with a yeah. group of people. Yeah. It's unlike anything else. Yeah. But I think the touring thing is more so not 
Because, like, yeah, that part of it is amazing. Yeah. But you forget about, like, for example, once I was doing a drive, we were touring, like, coming back from Vancouver, making our way basically to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> you ever driven through the prairies before, guys? Yes. <laughs> that shit sucks. I would say the most depressed I've maybe ever been in my life was that drive where my friends were, like, texting me, being like, oh, you're back in Canada. Like, we're going to see you in, like, four days or whatever. And I was like... Yeah, and they're like sending me pictures being like, we're doing this today and da da da. And I was just like sitting in this van, this like sprinter, just like looking out and like you can like see the end of the world because there's just <laughs> nothing there. It's just flat. And I was like, I like literally just like started crying. I was yeah. just like, I want this to be over. <laughs> but again, I also miss it. It's like a beautiful, amazing yeah. thing. It's just like, it's, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, now you're remembering all the good times. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then you yeah. think back to being like, oh my God, like. It's hard too. Yeah. But it's it, it's mostly good. It is mostly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. Again, I'm just being. I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, e- it's easy to complain about the hardest parts because it is. It's kind of gnarly, like being in a van with like six people for fucking eight hours. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's two and a half months. Yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. In your case. Yeah, yeah. But but you also but you do build these bonds that are yeah. like literally unbreakable. And They're you get to play like, the music that you want to play. Yes, and then you add, yeah, because you get that like forty five minutes of like yeah release yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like that's the and best like, oh, part oh this is what we're doing and yeah. it makes it worth it yeah for sure. like you play and then after you're like all jazzed up you're like ah oh, we just <laughs> did this like, oh, cool cool and it's like okay go to bed and it's like lobby call it 7 30 and you're like oh. yeah. <laughs> it's just like then it just loops it's mm-hmm. it's yeah 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 like fever dream style yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. i don't know so far so good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's good that's yeah. good yeah, yeah. I and that'll be fine and is it your first time i guess have you been to europe I've been to Europe as a tourist one time when I was 19. Okay. Where'd you uh, go? I, my girlfriend at the time was on like exchange in Finland. So funny that that song's funny. I was going to say, Roy Ayers <laughs> is playing yeah. in the background right now. Incredible. Incredible vibe. <laughs> Who's playing this? I don't know, but they're nailing it. <laughs> Sunset. Um, but I was, uh, my girlfriend at the time um, was studying abroad in Helsinki okay and so I met her at the end of her exchange in Helsinki and we like backpacked style kind of thing across northern Europe yeah. we like stayed at hostels and whatever yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah but other than that I never oh and I went to Berlin in 2020 okay sick cool for like a little while but other than that yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. it that's so it this is yeah this is gonna be the gonna be a big one yeah, I'm excited yeah yeah, yeah. when does this start September 17th in okay. Dublin. Oh. Yeah, and then it ends in London, but my mom's coming because our birthdays are a day apart and they're both happening while I'm in the UK. Oh, nice. And the tour ends like two days after my birthday and three days after hers. Sweet. Yeah. So we're going to hang, hang out in London after for like a few days as like a little birthday nice. trip. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. So that's like, that's the thing to look forward to. At yeah, the end. yeah. It's like yeah. just relaxing. Yeah. With my mom just like yeah. chilling out in London chilling <laughs> drinking pro- tea drinking tea and like <laughs> sleeping and yeah. probably just like catching up and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. awesome yeah awesome. that'll be so nice sweet yeah Beautiful. the one thing I mean this is kind of one of the bigger stories around you that people have talked about is the shoes video obviously and like mm-hmm. doing that whole thing how how do you feel after like a couple I guess it's been a couple years away from that couple and, like, years. that process uh I think I feel like I th- I think I feel kind of like I just lived through that and it, it doesn't necessarily have any kind of significance anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
um, not that it's not a significant thing in my life, yeah. but it um, definitely doesn't feel as poignant as it did right. when I did it at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was like cool to do and like very cut like reward like I don't know what the word is not yeah. cathartic or rewarding, but it was it was special. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. To be able to document and archive forever, and I, you know what, you know what I'll say. Is looking back, I'm glad that I can visit that memory yeah. in my life, yeah. and to have it just exist forever, for sure. Capsule, because mm-hmm. now I, I can't remember how it feels anymore mm-hmm. unless I watch that, mm-hmm. um, or like look back at the hours of footage that I have of it. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I would say. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I feel about it. But other than that, now that me and my dad are like in touch, like it. Mm-hmm. Just feels regular, right? Yeah, right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because what I didn't know about that, and I was very familiar with the song in the video. I remember watching it right when it came out. I didn't realize that it was a song, an old song that he had written. Totally. See, I didn't. That's mm-hmm. the one little piece that I just didn't catch until mm-hmm. I was like reading some stuff about you today. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I didn't realize that that was like something that you had had for a big chunk of your life, mm-hmm. and then added to it. Yeah, like I think it, that's so fascinating to me i don't know how I, I don't know how i missed this the first time well it's not like a big part of the story mm-hmm. you know? but that's like the that's the crazy that's such an interesting part to me because it wasn't like this this uh in-room collaboration or this thing it was this it was something that like you've heard throughout your life like you know it mm-hmm. it was something that you had and to add to it and to cr- to create something new out of it i think it's just like not even more special but just like it's it really makes it its own thing yeah it's like i don't this is the most it's the most unique song that I will ever be able to make. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, because like, it comes out of such a real place and such mm-hmm. a real thing, and such like a like a rare circumstance yeah. in mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things. I guess you know, you just, I just, it, yeah, it just kind of happened. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, when I think about, I'm trying to think about like how it happened, but well, yeah, because like. I had the CD for a long time when I was a kid of that live performance at the bar mm-hmm. um, that my uncle had like ripped and like burnt CDs of or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'd been hearing that song since I was a kid. Um, but it's actually also about a pair of shoes he got me oh, wow. when yeah, I was yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. a kid. So that's why it's called shoes. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, I was like listening back to it or I was like listening to it when I was living in Toronto before I made the song. I was like, there's these giant instrumental gaps and I was like damn I just I guess I have something to say and like I kind of want to like sing it over the song and so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Just, it happened in like a day and then the song was done that's so sick. and we were going to re-record it and that was like the plan mm-hmm. of going to Japan was to like film was... the process of re-recording it and right like, he had written out all this music and like his now his wife is like a composer mm. um, in Japan and like she wrote out this like beautiful arrangement for it um like a beautiful piano like part for it and everything but then we just like listened to the version that i like recorded on my mic through my shitty not mm. this interface is like like a <clears throat> uh, i forget what it was <laughs> audient or do you know, is that oh, a uh, id for audio or no no no, no. It, was a, it was like the first interface i ever had okay. yeah, yeah um and that version just like it just that that's that's the beauty yeah. of like when you really tap into like a moment mm-hmm. yeah you know you you could have made this grand orchestral 
with all these arrangements, but like there's something so raw and like just like you know like those are always the pieces of music that like stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. It might be the that's probably the coolest thing I'll ever get to make. So mm -hmm. everything else is just kind of like I can't think like I'm ever gonna make something that interesting ever again. <laughs> nah, you know I what I mean? Right. No, 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 no. But <laughs> no, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. not to like discredit goal, myself. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like the coolest. I don't know. It's like yeah. the the only. It's not the only unique story I have, but like the the one that I have that I feel applies to me and music most like communicative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Does your dad still make music? Yeah, he's like he does. Yeah, still yeah. writing songs, like awesome. putting them out on YouTube and stuff. Sick. I don't know. <laughs> he's a funny guy, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever collab again? In the, totally, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it's your dad. It's my dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, would you ever collab? But I, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, my plan is to go back when... I think I can go back now, but I'm just kind of waiting for things to chill out yeah, a little yeah. bit. And then I'll go back over there um, yeah. and hang out with him. Sweet. Sweet. But, yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, yeah. My original plan was to, like, before COVID, was to, like, put out the record and, like, have him come here and like right. do a release show and right. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, so fuck. but maybe one day i'll yeah. still get to do that yeah like maybe next time i put like maybe when i release this record or something and you have like your homecoming show it can be the maybe yeah. i can do that yeah that yeah. time but yeah we'll see but that would be yeah that's like a dream of mine for yeah, sure yeah and it's 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 doable it's for sure it's not <laughs> impossible that's a yeah that's a, yeah. that's a beautiful beautiful place to be in where you're just like yeah. This can happen. This can happen. It can happen. Yeah. For just, sure. Just just timing. It's all timing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's no prop. How'd you meet Bad Bad? How'd that whole thing come about? Do you remember? No, no, I remember. <laughs> I just have to think about it. Uh, <coughs> I met Alex at a Conan Moccasin show. Oh, yeah. Oh, crazy. At Was the, it the one at Easter? Yeah, yeah, that show. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Where no one gave a shit. <laughs> yeah. I was stoked, you know. I actually didn't go. Oh. I was invited, but I didn't go. Uh, I don't. Did know you go why. to the other one that he played here? That cause... I've actually never seen him. I've okay. met him once in L.A. Very strange guy. I bet. <laughs> he gives me he gives me that kind of vibe. But the show <laughs> yeah. was amazing. But people were just talking the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the worst. Um, but that's where I met uh, Alex, and then, and then, he, Devin Little. Yeah. Yeah, he was managing Money Phone. At oh, the time, right. and then we played at the Drake, or no, Burdock, and Devo, and Alex offered to DJ before the show. Right. And then that was kind of the beginning of like, like any kind of musical entanglement was like them DJing before the right, Money right, Phone right. show. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Um, and then, yeah, that's that's kind of like the. Because I remember that of, show. I remember it sold out very quickly. I couldn't get in. Really? I remember that, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, that place is tiny. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. know what we were. I, know. I guess, like, we just thought we were just like, fuck, we can't really sell out anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, but that know, was also one of the first shows at Burdock, if I remember correctly. Not the first, but it was like. When that when, room opened? Yeah. When the, Does it even exist anymore? Burdock room? The Yeah, the like. I don't know. I haven't heard of any I shows that are happening. I don't think it exists anymore. I think That's might, too bad. It might be just like a restaurant now. Or that part might be yeah. just like another restaurant room. That sucks because that venue is awesome. Mm -hmm. It's like the green room is like an apartment. It's like <laughs> it's got like a shower and it's like a real green room. And then the venue is like a hundred people. It's awesome. Yeah. And the sound in there is insanely good. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. how did that like 
collaboration because I feel like now well you, well you mentioned this uh, during the performance where you really uh, compare it to a lot of artists not not most give room to the other musicians in the in the band and like allow them to do their thing you'd probably be able to better articulate this yeah I, I was saying that when I was watching I was like there's something really like special about this performance because you gave the entire band room to breathe mm. which I think is rare honestly because I feel like a lot of time I mean like you know it's Jonah Yano opening for Claro it's about you nothing wrong with that but I what I loved was just the it was like you but then you still like for example you let your bass player do a solo mm -hmm. that's, that's like pretty that, fucking rare, yeah, rare. <laughs> like as in the sense of like that's the <coughs> unfortunately the last musician to really oftentimes get a chance to Be have a moment yeah. you know mm -hmm. and i thought it was really great that you just like and it was still very much you and like you played your songs and it was cool but i was like i was like whoa like bass player's having a moment right now i think that's really cool so i was like wondering like how do you consider that at all like is it, was, mm -hmm. that, was that was that was that one all of that is intentional um, because that's the way those songs were recorded. Mm -hmm. Like that song where Ben plays a bass solo, like the recorded version, Chester plays a bass solo. Oh, so there is, so that's there, actually, okay, so, oh, sick. Yeah, so like all the songs that have solos, mm -hmm. that's how they are so yeah, yeah. in real life too. Wicked, okay. And the whole point with like playing with those, this particular band that I was playing with is like, these are like some of my favorite people to listen to play. Right, right. Um, and it's a true pleasure to like listen to people who have dedicated their lives to it, music and to an instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip. Yeah, like just, every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're playing, like I wrote the songs or whatever, but when we're playing them together, I want it to feel like they're our songs because they mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. like, it's, mm -hmm. I can't. I could never tell Felix how to play the piano. Right. You know, right, or like yeah. Chris how to play the saxophone or Ben how to play the bass. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just they when we practice, it's just. I tell them the structure and yeah. they know the recordings, but yeah. I don't at all expect them to do anything other than what they want to. Right. You know, right. I think that's that that's there's something really special about that just to just because like oftentimes you find uh, it just felt free. Honestly, it felt free. Mm -hmm. It didn't mm -hmm. feel like it was like, okay, you have like four seconds to do this. You, like if you want to do it, like, you know what I mean? It felt like it was like, the songs would move and then they would kind of get like, they would open up. Mm -hmm. People would then kind of like go, but it also wasn't in the sense of like, like, and here's the drum solo. No, 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 no. The, You know what I mean? Totally. Like, like those kind of like corny, like, like jazz bar performances where it's just like, do, 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 yeah, do, yeah. do, 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 Where they're like trading fours and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it, it worked in like a very musical way, which I think cool. is actually very hard to pull off. I'm glad, um, I'm glad it came across that it way. It did, yeah. Okay. Cause that's something I was trying to communicate with mm -hmm. the show. It was like, yeah. these people are so much more gifted than I am. And I need people to know mm -hmm. that like the backbone of live my live show has like just as much to do with me as any of these other people yeah, who yeah. are here yeah. playing yeah. this music. And do you think yeah. that was influenced at all by like getting, you know, or working with this like powerhouse of a band at the like a, an early stage of your career where you were like all of a sudden playing with like these insanely talented musicians? Definitely. You it's know? like so like my like world opening and like yeah. learning. I mean, I've I've liked jazz for a long time. Um but like it's very much inspired by like the 
the ideas of like Bill Evans, mm-hmm. where every instrument is of equal importance. Mm-hmm. Peace, you know? peace, peace. In peace. my opinion, the greatest piece of music ever written. Peace, 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 peace. I know. I don't know if I know peace, peace. <gasps> which one? Which record is that one on? Uh, fuck, I'll have to look it up. It's okay. Peace, peace. Peace, peace. Okay. Spelt uh, like peace, peace, and then and peace. peace. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, you need to check it out. I gotta check that out. It's honestly my, I think, my favorite song of all time. It's maybe the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah, that guy rocks though. And that's, that, that spirit is like what I was trying to, you know, or not the only thing, but it was like a, a main influence on the live show and the recording of the music. Yeah. Is this idea that it's not just about the person who wrote the songs you know it's mm-hmm. it's it never is like yeah. any anything you ever heard is unless it's like that adrian lenker album or like some folk album or yeah, something yeah. where it's like or like in like producers and stuff but if it's like a band or ensemble it has yeah, yeah. it's about everybody also and, adrian lenker record amazing yeah songs it's <laughs> so, 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 so that was my number one that was also like, a big covid record for me too. oh my god that was a big one. my top whatever it was like all <laughs> songs from that album yeah yeah i was in a bad place i was so sad <laughs> i was so sad last year <laughs> i think we all were. Yeah, yeah i think we all it was Damn. a collective Damn. Damn, some collective unconscious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Adrian Linker dropped the perfect album at the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, yeah. she yeah. yeah, she rips. She fucking rips. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything else we want to talk about? Yeah, anything you want to shout out? Mm, I would just like to shout out you guys. <laughs> I think because yeah. it's so nice to talk to you like this. This yeah. is great. This has been very Thanks fun. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Like, well, um, I mean, I, I, I thank you for taking the time. My pleasure. I, no, I mean, I know, how, I know tour. I know it can. You, this is your day off, and you know, that's all right. I yeah, I'm happy to chat. <laughs> I like chatting. I'm glad we got to finally do this because we've yeah, been this like, has been a, this has been a long we've time been coming, yeah, so. we've been talking, we've been rescheduling for a uh, couple, a few weeks, yeah, yeah like a month yeah. or so, yeah, yeah, which is good. We yeah. got to finally do it. I got work off for this. Yeah. Shout out my my coworkers for allowing me to do this. Shout out to you for getting yeah, getting out of the grind for this. Comment. Yeah, sorry if I'm like a little tired, but no, uh, no, 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 no. This is this has been great. Okay, this I'm, has been great. Yeah, I I feel like we had a good conversation. I think we had a very good conversation. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Jonas. Thank you. Bye. Peace, peace, peace. by Bill Evans. Peace, peace. <laughs>
Mexico, Catawish, Galan, Okanam. 